you took to photography and you took to photography or you took to blogging as a hobby and now you enjoy it. People love what you create. You find joy in it. And there's not a single day where you don't wake up thinking, what if I could take it up a notch? And you know, what if I did this professionally? Maybe have some income from it to offset what I've spent on it. And what if I could live my whole life continuing to find this joy that I find by doing what I love? And welcome to My Food Lens Podcast, where we talk about everything from food photography, styling to business and mindset. After 15 years as an architect, I switched careers and I'm now a professional food stylist and food photographer based in Singapore. I'm also the founder of the business My Food Lens, where we help clients elevate their brand through drool-worthy photos. My motto is put your best food forward. Well, here on this podcast, I promise to keep it raw and real and hope you find your answers, action and inspiration as we move through the episodes. Welcome to episode eight. And today we are talking about changing careers, switching career paths. Well, in this episode, I'm sharing with you the biggest leap of faith I have ever taken and how I took it. Well, I always thought that the Halloween at Universal Studios was probably the scariest experience I'd ever had, but uh -uh, 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 -uh. (laughs) changing careers has by far been the scariest and yet the bravest thing I have done in my life. And the question really about, you know, switching career is actually one of the most frequently asked questions to me by many, not just on social media, but also in real life, because it is a tough decision and tough decisions need courage. Well, guys, my intention today is not to freak you out, (laughs) not to freak you out with this episode. It is actually to help you find a little bit more clarity of what you think you might need if you are on the threshold and that switching uh, to become a full-time photographer someday is a dream for you right now. So let me tell you about what can come your way and how you can power through it. I've done this for myself with three simple questions. So I would say that you need to ask yourself three simple questions. And here they are. The first question, yes or no? Now, you may or you may not have a full-time job, but you took to photography and you took to photography or you took to blogging as a hobby. And now you enjoy it. People love what you create. You find joy in it. And there's not a single day where you don't wake up thinking, what if I could take it up a notch? And you know, what if I did this professionally? Maybe have some income from it to offset what I've spent on it. And what if I could live my whole life continuing to find this joy that I find by doing what I love. If you wake up with such thoughts or if that thought has even once crossed your mind, you are not alone. You are not alone, my friend, and you need to listen on. All right. So now we 
are all different people, right? We're all different kind of human beings. Some of us are a little bit reasonable. In fact, some of, our all, some of us are always reasonable. Some of us are a little logical, very wise, always in control, always thinking from our brains, from our minds. But then there are some of us who are a little bit more emotional, a little bit more sensitive. And these are the folks who always think from their hearts. So sometimes you either hear or you're there. But most often, most of us are somewhere in the middle, like I am. I think I'm in the middle. So I think I'm more of a person who thinks from the heart most of the times. I'm sort of an emotional person. But then... I know when I need to have like my rational instincts kick in and I need to think from my mind when I, when I need to be like wise about my decisions and not impulsive. So if we talk about me changing career paths, I would say that it was kind of the same balance for me when I took the leap. I felt strongly from my heart. I woke up with such a dreamy thought. But then I also knew that I had to be practical and I had to be sensible about it. So in order to do so, I asked myself one question. And that is the one question, the toughest question that we need to ask ourselves. I have this dream, but do I ever want to turn this into a profession? Now, when you ask this question, the timing is not important. How you would be able to do it is not important. Whether you would be able to make the switch, not important. What is important is the simple decision of whether you want to leave your current life and switch to something else. So for me, it was a simple decision of whether I wanted to leave my life as an architect and switch to a full-time professional food stylist and photographer. Well, the answer had to be one word. I didn't have a choice. It either had to be yes or no. And you know what my answer was. It was obviously yes. But that's it. By answering that question, I knew I wanted to change career paths. I knew I was willing to move away from architecture into this new life. My heart had spoken. Uh, the mind was not allowed to talk. <laughs> Probably that's why the heart had spoken. But guys, the first part was done. At least now I knew what I really wanted deep down within me. And the dilemma wasn't haunting me anymore. I knew that I wanted the switch. Now, the rest of the complexities, the rest of the complications, the hows, the whys, the weathers, the brrrs, that would come next. But not in the beginning. The beginning, the first question is yes or no. Simple, straightforward, one word answer. Ask yourself that. And once you've done it, ask yourself the second question. And that's when it becomes just a little bit more tricky. It might need a little time. But the second question you need to ask yourself is how? So for myself as well, the next question that I asked myself was, what is the kind of work that I want to do as a stylist and photographer? Now, this is where I was kind of bringing the brain back into the picture. I mean, my heart had said yes, but then my brain was like, excuse me, how are you going to do this? I mean, let's get practical, right? I loved photography, but how did I envision this becoming a profession? So I thought about it and I made it very easy for myself. I told myself, I answered to myself rather. I said, I want to take photos for clients, especially magazines and restaurants. I want to be the architect who walks into a set, styles beautiful plates of food and takes smashing photos for clients. That's how I saw myself in this. Nothing more, nothing less. 
That was it. And that was enough. Because I gave myself that answer. And because this answer actually gave me so much meat to chew. With this answer, I knew who my target client could be. Um, I knew what skills I would need to shoot for them, what gear I would need, what investment I would need to make before diving right in. And by investment, I mean, you know, what learning skills, what equipment and what like every other kind of thing that involves some kind of financial investment. So by answering that question, I had clearly up my mind. Now again, I kept it extremely simple, straightforward, no complexities. I did not consider like, what's my competition in the market? Will I be able to break into the market? All of that was secondary. It did not matter when I asked myself this question number two. All I started was, what direction do I want for this new switch? Because honestly, guys, the more you complicate it, the further you move away from actually taking action because you just overcomplicate it for yourself. So keep it simple, keep it honest, and your answers will literally appear in front of you. So we have question number one, you ask yourself yes or no. If your answer is yes, you ask yourself question number two, how, why, how do you see this? What do you envision? All right. And then you come to the toughest part. For this, you buckle up, you belt up, you tighten the grip because this is when you ask yourself when. Okay. So once you know that you want to make the switch and what you need to do to make your vision become real, you can actually put a timer on yourself. You can decide whether this switch can be done in that minute, or it'll take two months, it might take four months, it might take a year, it could be whatever and whatever works for you. Because now at least you know what you're after, you know what you're going for, you've done the hard part of making those decisions and having that little extra clarity versus being on the fence, you know, well, now it's actually time to execute, baby. (laughs) So let me make it clear that This is when the biggest curveball comes into the picture. That's why I said you buckle up and you get ready because when this curveball hits you, every question that you've answered so far goes out of the window. This is the biggest hurdle in making the switch. And you know what it includes? It includes money and finances and bills and rent. Ah, I don't know why we need to think about money so much, but... ah. Anyway, we do, okay? And that's why it's probably the most important criteria to consider. Now, hear me very carefully when I talk about the part that follows. Everyone does this part or deals with this part differently, all right? I have my own personal views on it. I have my own approach in it, but I'm not in your shoes. You know your life, you know your lifestyle, you know yourself better. And so you are in the best position to decide which approach works for you. There could be a right or wrong for you in this and you are the only person who can decide this. All right. So there are different ways to do this, especially when we are talking about when we can make the switch and when we are talking about money and when we are talking about investment. All right. So let's say that you are in a full-time job. You make pretty good money in your current position and the thought of suddenly not having that paycheck in your hands every month is getting you shaky. I mean, that's quite natural, right? Who wouldn't? So one way and the most common way, the most popular way that people do this or the way people change parts is actually 
by driving in the middle lane for a bit before actually switching into a new lane, which means switching into a new lane means that you're turning your hobby into a part-time business. So you switch to a middle lane first before going left or right to the extreme. All right. So what this means is your hobby turning into a part-time business. Now, guys, I know that a lot of folks love to use the word side gig, that turning your hobby into a side gig. I don't like to use this word because quite honestly, I'm not a fan of it. I always feel that when we use certain words, they can undermine what we do. And I think the word side gig, it instantly puts that decision in a lesser priority corner. All right. It undermines what you do. Your passion for photography, blogging or styling or cooking or whatever it is, it undermines. It's not a side gig. It's a dream. It's a passion. Come on, give it its due. And then also the effort of turning it into something. We can't just call it side gig. So I like to call it a part-time business. So guys, the most common way that people choose change paths is by driving in the middle lane before they switch to the extreme lanes, which means that they turn their hobby into a part-time business. Now, this part-time business could potentially like start by learning skills. It's like step-by-step. You take baby steps and then you build your way forward. So you could start by learning skills. You could buy the equipment, maybe start finding some fun clients and really like shooting for them in your free time, maybe on the weekend or at night or or if you work in the afternoon, then mornings are free, you know. So <clears throat> so basically you start doing this in your own time, uh, whatever you get beyond your full time job. And this gives you a good taste. It gives you a damn good feel of what it'll do to have the same job full time. And it'll help you gauge whether you're enjoying the process, what it means to get real, and you'll have a true experience of what you had dreamt about. And it's an excellent, excellent, excellent way to test waters before you dive right in. But then I met so many creatives who have had their feet in both lanes or who have been in the middle lane. And they're literally neither here nor there. They're neither thriving here nor there because when they are in the day jobs, they are thinking of photography. And when they are in photography, they stress and their day job troubles them. So they struggle. They work double. They stress double. It is hard for them to focus and power through in any one direction. It is, however a great way to have your paycheck secured. And I think that is very important to consider, but also very important to ask whether you're moving closer to what you'd wanted in the first place, whether having that paycheck, your part-time job is moving the needle for you. Are you getting closer to what you had dreamt about and whether your hobby is really turning into a profession? So you constantly need to have those checks for yourself, including the paycheck. But (laughs) if the system works for you, ask yourself, give yourself that timer. All right. So ask yourself what it will take before you take the plunge. Will it take having a hundred thousand dollars in your bank account so that you're financially secure by the time you take the plunge? Or will it take having five returning clients so that you know that your work 
actually has a space in the market. So give yourself some metrics to work with. Give yourself some tangible metrics to work with and then establish a timeline for yourself when you think you might be ready to move to the new lane. This is very important because you're taking action. You are doing what it needs to uh, be done to make your dream a reality. And I think this approach works very well for people who think more from their minds versus their hearts because every step is measured and the risk involved is so much lower. You actually go in knowing exactly what to expect. This is also very different from people who actually think with their hearts, people like me. <laughs> so <clears throat> before I go there, I want to tell you that there is a very common misconception that people have about those who change careers. <clears throat> and you might have to battle this too. I did. So that's why I want to share this before I go into the next section. And the one misconception that people have about those who change careers is that these guys who changed careers were probably not happy in their last job. I just have to deny this. I just have to say that, oh goodness, this is not always the case. And I think many of you will agree with me. So hear me out now. Okay, hear me out. You know, I was an architect. I mean, I'm a, I am an architect. No, I was. I'm a, uh, <laughs> Okay. Uh, you know that I'm an architect turned food stylist and photographer. There is a lot of architects still left in me. I used to design healthcare facilities. In fact, I was head over heels in love with designing for healthcare. I worked on several hospitals in the US and I designed prototype cancer centers. I traveled the world to research about medical treatments so that I could design for them. And then I went and I presented in conferences. I wrote research papers and I woke up every single day with the satisfaction that my job helped humanity in some way. You get the picture. You get the picture how much I loved and I actually still love healthcare architecture. And you know what? I had a six-figure salary. I lived and I holidayed and I had no children at that time. So my life was pretty much my own. But I worked hard and I partied hard and finances were never an issue. Uh, but I wasn't 100% happy, not with my job, not with the work I did, but a little bit with the people who were surrounding me. You know, they included the, my clients, some of my co-workers. And I felt like the environment was sucking out the joy that I had felt for this field. Also, through my years of working, I kind of understood a thing about myself. And that is that I'm not the kind of person who likes monotony. I like thrill. I like energy. And I like to work my butt off to create and to innovate. So somewhere a corporate lifestyle, uh, it was not giving me that. All right. So when I decided to take a break from architecture after designing two amazing hospitals in Singapore, which was extremely satisfying, I actually, so I took a break and I actually started cooking a lot. <laughs> because I had missed cooking when I was in architecture. My schedule was so hectic that doing takeouts and I barely cooked just about on the weekends. But then when I was doing all this cooking, I also began to take photos. Uh, okay, I'll rephrase that. When I was cooking, I also began to take lousy photos. <laughs> 
they were lousy boss they were lousy but what was lousy for me apparently was pretty good for other folks i mean they wanted to pay me to take photos for them so i was pumped i was pumped i was encouraged and the idea of doing it professionally uh it seemed wild and very out there at first but then i was asking myself the question like would i ever make the switch i mean what do you think like you know sometimes you have all these thoughts in your mind and you're just like toying the idea of whether this could be a reality and then i thought about it for a little bit and then i seriously asked myself this question and the answer was yes yes why not i would i would try try but then if the answer was yes what was stopping me from it why wait what was making me wait i was anyway on a break it's not like i was in the middle of laying the foundation of my next hospital so why wait let's start now let's start today cool i was suddenly ready to rock and roll a little impulsive i will not deny but you know what my heart kept telling me that i needed to give this opportunity a fair chance that i needed to take a leap of faith because i didn't want to be 80 years old sitting thinking what if i had made the switch where would i be and if and why and you know i did not want to get into all those regrets now i do want to let you know that even though i made a six figure salary i didn't have much savings thanks to all our fancy holidays and all the expensive wine so if i started a new business i had to literally start from scratch with almost negligible financial backing but you know what happens when the heart rules the mind that's exactly what happened i put myself on a timer and i gave myself 4 months to see whether i could make this happen now you have to know that at this time now this is very interesting you have to know that at this time I had never ever worked with a camera. Gosh. <laughs> I didn't know how to use it on manual mode. I had only used auto mode on our holidays to capture beautiful beaches. I didn't know anything and yet I had put myself on a timer and I'd given myself 4 months. I had a ton of architecture job offers on the table and they were offering much higher salary, but I put them all on hold and they were willing to wait for me. And I told them very upfront that I need 4 months to come back with my final answer. You know that day I signed up for a photography workshop and then day after day and week after week I went on I learned technique and I learned artificial light and I began to invest I began to learn whatever I needed to make this a little doable for myself. And you know just as about I was about to hit the 4 month mark I actually went and registered the business so that it left me no option but to try to survive. I I had no paying clients at that time. I had refused all my architecture job offers and I told myself if you want to live you make it work. Do whatever the heck it takes. Do it. Do it now. <laughs> I had fire in my belly and I began working like a maniac. But you know what? It was thrilling. It was energetic. and this is the life i was seeking you know and in just two more months i had my first paying client and guys you know i'd kept a small revenue goal for myself for that year with that first paying client i earned over 10 times my revenue goal that i had set now guys that is the power we have within 
ourselves to move mountains. And I cannot say this enough. The other side is that this is also very high risk. It is whether we'll fly or fall, quite unpredictable. But at the end of the day, it is completely in our own hands. Now, with this approach, I did not have a single sense of what to expect going in. I had no idea if there was a space for my work in the market. And I had literally dipped into my savings to make that big investment I needed for gear and equipment. But this was my approach. It was my very emotional, spontaneous, impulsive, but heartfelt approach. And I knew how much I could put in and how far I could go to turn this dream into something real because I knew myself. And also because I had started by making sure that I had clarity by dipping into my logical and my reasonable brain. And I knew what I needed to chase. And I chased it relentlessly. (laughs) Sometimes cranky, sometimes hurt. But as though my tail was on fire, (laughs) I had no choice. I had to make it work. I had given up everything. And you know, that is another approach. You make it work because you have no other choice. And then you see the magic happen. So guys, changing careers can be whatever experience you want it to be. It can be high risk. It can be low risk. It can be logical. It can be spontaneous. It can be whatever you want it to be. Whatever works for you. It's your life, your decision, and no one else knows it better than you. Now, my only suggestion would be to be really clear in your mind before you go ahead. So as long as you have your reasons sorted and that your purpose for the switch is like crystal clear in your mind, half your work is done. You've conquered yourself. You're you're no longer second guessing yourself. You've conquered your doubts and your dreams because it won't be long before you no longer wake up wishing you had made the switch. You actually wake up with that fire in you to go and chase your new life. All right, guys, with that, I hope that this episode gives you an answer to what might work for you. And if you have any more questions, please feel free to send me an email, drop me a DM on Instagram, because this topic is very close to my heart. All right. And if you know someone else, who might be struggling with this question, please do share this episode with them. You never know what it might do for them. Also, if you found it helpful, please, please, please leave me a review on whichever platform you might be listening because I would so truly appreciate it. Guys, you have no idea. These reviews are everything in the podcast world. So I'll be back with another episode for you next week. Until then, bye-bye.